we have come to the final fruit of the Holy Spirit. It is the last but never the least, in fact, this is the greatest love. Many people talk about love but not everyone knows what love really is. Most people say the words I love you without even meaning it. I know so many people who do that just because they want something in return or got something from the people that they love. The world has a different perception of love. It is mostly self-satisfaction, personal gratification or fulfilling the lust of the flesh. I've seen people like this, they've always loved people because they make them happy, because they give them what they want, or because they satisfy their physical desires. But when they see bad things from the person that they love, their love just fades away. As we have truly accepted God in our lives, we are given the fruit of love. It is the ultimate fruit of the Holy Spirit as it is the reason and the root of all the other fruits. Self-control, gentleness, faithfulness, goodness, kindness, patience, peace and joy are nothing without love. In fact, all of the other fruits are a product of love. God gave us these fruits because He loves us and He wants us to be the vessels of His love to the world. 1 John 4 8, Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. Today, for the final part of the fruit series, we will be talking about the three types of love that I've seen. I'll love you if. I love you when. I love you in spite of. I'll love you if. It is one of the two conditional kinds of love that I've seen. The word if is used in a condition when you demand someone of something. Think of it as trading your love for something. Let me give you some examples. I'll love you if you do buy me a handbag. I'll love you if you treat me to this restaurant. I'll love you if you give me flowers. See the demand? It is not real love because you just love them if they give something to you. But when their demands are not met, they won't love you anymore and just turn to people who gives in to their demands. If we translate this to Filipino, it will be, Mama Holland Kitakan. I love you when. It is the second kind of conditional love when someone loves you just because of a situation. When is used in a situation pleasing to the person who loves you. I love you when you smell good. I love you when you do my chores. I love you when you cook for me. This type of conditional love doesn't demand but is selective. It only blooms when someone does something for someone that pleases the giver of love. But in normal situations, their love is not present. If we translate it to Filipino, it would be, Mahal Kitakapag. I love you in spite of. Now, this is the love that is true. It is that love that is pure, unwavering and unshakable, just like the love of God. I love you in spite of all you've done. I love you in spite of all your flaws. I love you in spite of everything. This is the kind of love that I always give. Whatever happens, you love that person and will continue to love them no matter what without expecting anything in return. Even if they mess up at times, fail your expectations or make you sad, you still love them. But then, this love is also dangerous if we don't pray and ask God for guidance because it may ruin us due to that burning love that we give to others. Most people that give this kind of love often get heartbroken because they cling onto their emotions and not consult God. If we translate it to Filipino, it would be, Mahal Kitakahit Na. This is the love that God shows us. No matter what we do, no matter how far we stray away from Him, no matter how bad we are, God still loves us. Romans 8 38-39, For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. I am one living example of this. As I have mentioned in my previous blogs, I have strayed far away from God and just lived the way that I wanted to be. I did everything that I wanted thinking that I would be happy. I pursued that definition of happiness that the world gives. But when everything crumbled, I got nowhere to go and I kept doing the same things over and over again. 
I got deeper and deeper in misery as I chased the things that this world may give and blame God for every bad thing that had happened to me. I even questioned Him if He does really exist. I was so far away from Him that I didn't believe in Him anymore. But then this thing happened, I got nowhere to run. Just like the Israelites when they were chased by the Egyptians, they were trapped. There are mountains on the sides, the Red Sea in front of them, and the Egyptians chasing them at the back, they had nowhere to go. I too was kind of in the same situation. Problems were chasing me, I felt like being pressed onto a wall where I've got nowhere to run to. I've had no choice but to look up. And since that happened, everything got better. Just like what God did when He used Moses to part the Red Sea, He rescued me. Even if I was stubborn, even if I questioned Him, even if I went my own way and didn't believe in Him, He welcomed me with open arms and accepted me again as His child. I'd say that I am the perfect example of the prodigal son. Friends, if you are lost, weary, or feeling that everything's not going right no matter what you do, there is always someone who you could run to, God. I know many people are experiencing what I've experienced before. And as someone who has been there, believe me when I say that God will rescue you from all that misery in your life, you just need to put your trust in Him. He loves you with that everlasting love, that I love you in spite of love. He loves us so much that He gave His Son, Jesus to rescue us from sin so that we may live in paradise and achieve eternal happiness that only comes from Him. Romans 5 8, But God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. All you need to do is to accept Him and He will rescue you. I know that sometimes, we get shy with God because of the guilt from all our sins. But God wants us to talk to Him and just give Him our hearts. I guarantee you that this will be the best decision that you will do in your life. Let's end this blog with a prayer. Father we know that you love us. Thank you for always loving us in spite of everything that we've done. Thank you for that unfailing, unwavering, and pure love that you have given to us. Lord, let us give our hearts to you and accept you. You are our rescue in the storms, our refuge, our strength. Let us always look at your love for us so that we may share your love to others. Amen. God loves us and He always will. As I have said eight years ago, don't double-check if God loves you. Because He loves you. Period.